Hello and welcome to Boston Blackie from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice though, they really mean flavor. Like in your face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either, but it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice, anything but subtle. Oh, uh, excuse me. I beg your pardon. Huh? What's on your mind, mister? Oh, uh, can you tell me where I can find Bill and Harry Reese? What do you want to find them for? Well, I talked to Bill Reese on the phone. He said to come down here and he might do business with me. This is 819 Brewster Street, isn't it? Yeah. And you'll find Bill and Harry in that room back there. Oh, thank you. Come in. Reese? Yeah, come in. Well, thanks. My name is Otis, Mr. Reese. I talked to you on the phone No, about... you didn't. You talked to my brother, Bill. He's not here now, but he told me about your call. Uh, sit down. Thanks. Yeah. Now, what's the proposition? A very simple one, Mr. Reese. Uh, simple for you to think up, maybe, Mr. Otis, but maybe a little harder to carry out? Well, I don't think you'll find that at all. Now, um... My wife has a diamond necklace worth $50,000. How do you know it's worth 50000 Because ten years ago, it was insured for that amount. In fact, it still is. Uh-huh. So? So I need cash. A lot of it. Right now. Say, uh, $50,000, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you want us to do about it? I want you to steal my wife's necklace. For how much? Well, the necklace is worth $50,000. Yeah, yeah, I know you said that. Only we won't get that much for it. And anyhow, we like some sort of payment in advance. Well, I don't have much with me. How about $100? Make it $100 each for me and my brother, and we'll see what we can do. All right. Now, the best time to steal this necklace... Uh, Don't bother, Mr. Otis. Uh, Thanks, just the same. Bill and I'll decide when and where to steal the necklace. You don't trust me? 
Oh, sure, sure, we trust you, Mr. Otis, but you see, stealing things is our business. We don't try to tell you how to run yours. Now, do we? And now on to Dick Calmer as Boston Blackie. Enemy to those who make him an enemy. Friend to those who have no friend. Well, you must have a good show in that nightclub there, Bill. Otis and his wife have been in there for four hours. Yeah, here it's a good show, Harry, but it can't be going on all this time. They ought to be coming out soon. Yeah, and alone, I hope. Well, if they're not alone, we just let them go. We'll do it some other time. Yeah, I know. If we don't do something soon, Otis will think we're not keeping our promise and come back for his $200. Yeah, we're going to keep our promise and hey, the $200. There's Otis and his wife now. Oh, yeah, and they're alone, too. Go on, get up there to them. I'll pull up alongside you in a few seconds. All right. Were we in that club? Oh, quite a while, dear. But I felt a little... I hope you don't feel like yelling, Miss. Oh, Jim, the man has a gun. Sure. But if you behave yourself, I won't use it. What do you want? Nothing much. Get in the car that just pulled up. Come on, both of you. Why, you want to... Jim, don't argue with them. They won't harm us if we do as they say. Now, that's what I call being smart. Get in, both of you. Come on, come on. Well, we're getting in as fast as we can. Well, not fast enough to shoot me. You have to show... Yeah. I want to get this over with. Okay, step on it. You bet. What do you men want? We'll talk business when we're around the block. Anybody following us? Nah, nobody in the street knew what was happening. Well, will you tell us what's happening? Sure. Bill. Yeah? Turn left to the next corner. Stop down the block. Okay. All right. Now, let's have that necklace the lady's wearing. Oh, Jim, my necklace. Well, you better give it to him, dear. Oh, Jim. Look. You told him not to argue. Now, don't you start it. Now, give me that necklace and we'll let you go. All right. I guess there's nothing else I can do. Oh, yeah. Okay, there's one thing more. When we let you out, you can forget to call the police for 30 minutes. But the next thing you'll call is an ambulance. We were held up by those two men just a little after midnight last night, Inspector Faraday. A little after midnight, huh, Mr. Otis? Yes. And you didn't get a good look at the men, huh? No, it all happened too fast. Those planned things usually do. You think this was planned, Inspector Faraday? I sure do. They had a car waiting for you, didn't they? Yes, they did. And all they asked for was your wife's necklace? Yes. Then it was planned, all right. And there's probably a third person involved, too. Somebody who spotted you in the nightclub and saw your wife wearing the necklace. Well, I don't know about those things, Inspector. All I know is that necklace is worth $50,000. And even though it's insurers, I want it back. Don't worry, Mr. Otis. You'll get it back. And fast. You mean it'll be easy? Sure. From the description you gave me, that necklace is going to be hard to get rid of. And uh, I have another reason for thinking this will be easy. What's that? Boston Blackie isn't mixed up in it. And when Blackie's not around to bother me, nothing bothers me. Ball next. That's your money ball. Back up, boys, and watch your man shoot. Hi, Harry. Hey, Harry, what's your hurry? Hey, you flew in here like a shot. My brother in the back room? Sure, Harry. Bill's back there. Hey, what's the rush? Ah, who cares? I got me a five ball to make. Bill. Hi, Harry. Hey, what's got your head up? 
Did you take the necklace we heisted down to Mike's? I sure did. Bill, I got news for you. Good news? Figure it out for yourself. You got to double cross from here to China. Huh? Hey, what are you talking about? You go down to a fence to get rid of some rocks and you're nice and calm. You come back and you're ready to eat iron. What gives? You'll find out. Give me that phone book. Yeah, sure. Yeah. What are you looking for? What? I said, what are you looking for? Two things, Bill. A certain party's address and Boston Blackie's phone number. I got to call him in an hour. Hello. I want to speak to Boston Blackie. Well, go ahead. This is Blackie. Good. Look, Blackie, I want to explain something about that diamond necklace. What diamond necklace? The one you have. Sorry, pal, but I haven't worn a diamond necklace in years. You don't understand, Blackie. This necklace isn't yours. And maybe this phone call isn't mine either. Who are you? That doesn't matter. I just don't want you to get excited when she brings you that necklace. All you have to when do When she is brings to... me that... Who, who's she and what necklace are you talking about? The necklace stolen from Mrs. Jim Otis last night. And the she is your girlfriend, Mary Wesley. What? I said don't get excited. It's okay. Miss Wesley has stolen a necklace and you say it's okay. Sure it's okay. We just gave it to her. She had nothing to do with stealing it. A pal and I stole it. But now we don't want to have anything to do with it either. So? So you take over from here, Blackie. My pal and I are going to take off. Hello, Mary. Oh, hello, Blackie. Come on in. Thanks. I didn't expect you so soon. Our dinner date isn't until 7.30, is it? Uh, no, it isn't. But I didn't come to take you to dinner just yet. Well, let's have it. Have what? That necklace. What necklace? That diamond necklace. What diamond necklace? The one they gave you. They gave me? Yes, two men. <sighs> Blackie, do you feel all right? Fine, but I'll feel a lot better when I return the necklace to Faraday. I don't know what you're talking about. Two men gave you a necklace, Mary, a diamond necklace. I don't know why or when or where or how, but they gave it to you. Maybe to give to me. So now suppose you give it to me. Blackie, what's the matter with you? Has this been such a dull week that you're trying to dream up some excitement? I didn't dream that phone call I had a little while ago. Well, then somebody else has been doing the dreaming. I don't have a diamond necklace. You sure? Now, you know I wouldn't lie to you. No, but you might tell a little fib. You can't tell a little fib about a diamond necklace. I think somebody's trying to kid you. Well, maybe. That somebody isn't you? Mm-mm. Well, I guess you'll just have to believe me. Oh, all right. You have an honest face. And a date tonight? Sure. I'll be back at, uh, oh, 7.30. And not to ask me about a necklace I don't have. Forget about the necklace. I think you're right. Somebody was trying to kid me. See you later, Mary. Bye. Bye. Faraday speaking. Hello, Inspector Faraday. This is Mary Wesley. And this is police headquarters. Don't bother me. I'm not going to bother you, Inspector Faraday. I'm going to help you. Oh, you are, are you? Well, I'm looking for a $50,000 necklace that was stolen last night. I suppose you know who has it and where it is. Yes, I do know, Inspector. I have it, and it's right here in my apartment. Miss Wesley! Miss Wesley, open up! Inspector Faraday. Oh. Well, it's about time. 
Oh, come in, Inspector Faraday. You bet I'll come in, Miss Wesley. I... Say, what's the matter with you? You look as though you've been in a fight with a wildcat. Well, I did have to put up a struggle, Inspector. Yeah, with what? Your conscience? Where's that necklace Blackie gave you? Blackie didn't give it to me, Inspector. I found it here when I came home this noon. Well, no matter who gave it to you, let's have it. I can't give it to you. No? Why not? It's gone. Oh, I see. It found out it was in the apartment, so it just walked out. Come on, Miss Wesley, give me that necklace. I don't have it anymore. That's no reason. Now, look, Inspector Faraday. Just a half an hour ago, the doorbell rang. I opened the door because I thought it was you. I had the necklace in my hand because I wanted to get rid of it right away. Uh-huh. Go on, make it good. Well, I did get rid of the necklace, all right. There was a man at the door with his collar turned up to his chin and his hat way down over his eyes. Uh-huh. This is getting better every second. Well, what happened didn't last more than just a few seconds. I tried to close the door, but the man was too fast. He forced his way in, he grabbed me, and then he grabbed for the necklace. Oh, come on. You can do better than this. Well, I didn't do so well as a fighter. The man was too strong for me. Before I knew it, he had the necklace and was out the door again. When I got out in the hall, he disappeared. Just like that, huh? Just like that. Well, let me tell you a little story, Miss Wesley. I think you're lying. Just like that. But, Inspector Faraday, it's the truth. That's what Blackie told you to tell me, isn't it? You don't have the necklace. You never had it. And this is all a big thing you and Blackie cooked up to annoy me. That is not true. I did have the necklace, and I did try to keep the man from getting it, only he got it just the same. I'm getting it, too. Only it's nothing but a gag. You and Blackie are just... Hey, what's that on the floor there? Here, this shiny piece of stuff here on the rug. Hey, look. It's a small diamond. Oh, yes, it is, isn't it? Well, there. Doesn't that prove my story? That diamond must have fallen out of the necklace when I was fighting with that man. It proves something to me, but not your story. It proves you did have the necklace, and that's all I need to put you in jail. In in, in jail? That's right. Come on, Miss Wesley. You're under arrest. And now, back to Boston Blackie. Jim Otis hires Harry and Bill Reese to steal his wife's $50,000 necklace. They steal it, but for a reason not apparent, they give it to Mary Wesley, whom they think will give it to Blackie so that Blackie will give it to the police. But Mary tells Blackie she doesn't have the necklace. Later, when Inspector Faraday comes to Mary's to get it, she tells the inspector it was just stolen from her. But Faraday finds one of the diamonds in Mary's apartment and arrests her. As we return to our story, Blackie is in Faraday's office. Faraday, you let Mary out of jail. Will you quit pounding my desk, Blackie? You let Mary go, you'll be pounding a beat. Oh, you will, will you? Yes, and if your feet are as flat as your head, you'll be a flop at that, too. Well, I'm not letting Miss Wesley out of jail. But you can't hold it just because you found one tiny diamond in her apartment. No, why not? She admits it was part of the stolen necklace. She says a lot of crazy things. She told me she didn't even have the necklace. She told me she did until it was stolen from her. I don't care what she told you. You've got to let her go. I can't let her go. Why not? Because, well, she isn't even in jail. She's not? No. I'm just holding her here to to teach her a lesson. Just for a couple of hours. You're not smart enough to teach anyone anything in 20 years. Now, I want to know why, if that diamond was part of the stolen necklace, why didn't you arrest her? Because it wasn't part of the stolen necklace. How do you know? Because I know a phony diamond from a real one. The diamond you found at Mary's was phony? Yeah. And the necklace stolen from Mrs. Otis was real. Insured for $50,000. Hmm, very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah? What's interesting about it? Oh, nothing much, Faraday. But if you'll just tell me where I can find Mary, maybe I'll tell you where you can find that stolen necklace. 
Blackie, did you like it in that phone booth? Or did Shorty have a lot to say? Shorty said enough to give me a start, Mary. Oh, Blackie, you aren't going to get mixed up in this, are you? I'm not in it far enough to be mixed up in it yet. But Mary. I lied to you about having that necklace just to keep you out of trouble. Now, please don't. Get into trouble? I won't. And don't you ever lie to me about anything again. Or you'll end up with Faraday again. Yeah, I guess I did do wrong, didn't I? Well, you didn't do right. Shorty says he's sure the Reese brothers stole that necklace, but he doesn't have any idea where I can find it. Well, good for Shorty. Now we can go home and just forget all about the whole thing. Mm -hmm. You go home. In fact, I'm sending you home. Oh! Because Shorty told me something that gave me an idea. What? He told me where to find Grace, Harry Reese's girlfriend. Well, if that gave you an idea, then I don't like it. Never mind what you don't like. You go home. I'm going down to see Grace see if I can get some information gracefully. Yes? Hello, Grace. Hello yourself, handsome. You don't know me, do you? No, but I think I ought to. Then you ought to let me in. Sure. Why not? Come in. Thanks. We'll get acquainted faster if I tell you I'm Boston Blackie. Boston Blackie, huh? Aren't you sort of on the wrong side of the tracks down here? I don't pay any attention to tracks except when I hear trains coming. Yeah. You look like an all right guy. But you didn't come down here to talk trains to me. What do you want? I want to find Harry Reese. And why come to me? Because you used to be Harry Reese's girlfriend. Wait a minute. Where do you get that used to be? Well, I don't think Harry has two girlfriends at a time, or have you always shared him with somebody else? I don't share anything with anybody. I'm strictly for Grace, and so is Harry, or I'll know the reason why not. Well, I'll tell you the reason why not. It's Mary Wesley. Who's she? She used to be my girlfriend until Harry came along. Are you on the level? Sure, and I'm also on the lookout for Harry so he's gone for your girlfriend, huh? Why, that Look, you let me double... take care of him, will you? Okay. You look like the guy who can do it, too. I can. But I've got to find him first. I'll tell you where you can find Harry. At 819 Brewster Street. Just ask one of the boys in the pool room in front where the Reese brothers are. They'll tell you. Thanks a lot. Okay. But look, don't tell Harry I tipped you off. I want him back when you get through with him. Don't worry, Grace. You can have him back. What's left of him. Say, you. Huh? Where can I find Bill and Harry Reese? Who's looking for him? I am. Who are you? Someone smart enough not to answer foolish questions. Where will I find him? In that room back there. Thanks. Yeah, sure. Back to six ball, of course, sir. Hello, boys. Hey, don't you know how to knock? Sure, but I didn't want you to hop out the back way while well, I did. Hey, Harry, who is this guy? I don't know, Bill, but I got a pretty good idea. I'll save you the embarrassment of guessing wrong, Harry. I'm Boston Blackie. I thought so. How'd you find us? I just followed my nose and somebody else's news. Boston Blackie, huh? What do you want? Maybe your brother Harry can tell you that, too. Guessing your business is a little out of my line, Blackie. That's odd. You ought to know why I'm here. You telephoned me. I telephoned you? Hey, Harry, what's this guy talking about? 
I doubt if he knows himself. Oh, you fellas don't understand, huh? One of you phoned me this morning about a necklace. What makes you think so? Oh, come on, kid. Stop clowning. All right. So I called you about the necklace. So what was wrong with that? I wanted you to give it back to the police. That's what you wanted when you called me. But a little later, you changed your mind. But I haven't changed mine. What are you talking about? About how one of you took the necklace away from Miss Mary Wesley. What? Are you crazy? No, just a little confused. What made you change your mind? We didn't change our minds. We planted that necklace on your friend Mary Wesley because we didn't want it anymore. We knew she'd give it to you and you'd give it to the police and the police would give it back to the owner. And that's exactly where we wanted it. Only we didn't want to take it back. Why did you want to return? Because it was hot? No, because... Never mind that, Bill. Well, I... Ah, shut up. We've answered enough questions. You haven't answered one important one. Which one of you went to Mary Wesley's and took back the necklace? And where is it now? Well? Look, am I going to have to beat it out of you? Ah, get out of here. I'll handle them, Harry. Oh, yeah. <coughs> when you get up off the floor, be a good boy, Bill, or I'll have to knock you down there again. Yeah, what are we going to do with this guy, Harry? Not what you're thinking, Bill. We don't have the necklace. Why should we do anything we'd be sorry for? Look, Blackie, if you want to search the place, go right ahead. No. No, never mind. Somehow you seem to be on the level. Maybe you don't have the necklace. But when I find out who does, he'll get it in the neck. Get out of my office, Blackie. I'm not holding Miss Wesley now. I know that, Faraday. And don't hold your breath until you find that missing necklace. Oh, so all of a sudden, you're worried about my health. Yes, I was just thinking how dull life would be if you got sick and a smart cop got your job. Well, you listen to me, Blackie. No, you I... listen to me. We'll both hear something worthwhile. I know who stole that necklace from Jim Otis. Oh, you do, do you? Yes. Bill and Harry Reese. Oh, they did, did they? I suppose they told you all about it. Yes, but they don't have it now. They got rid of it by giving it to Mary. Well, now, isn't that nice? Two professional crooks lift a $50,000 necklace, decide they don't like it, and so they just give it to Miss Wesley. Now, what kind of sense does that make? It makes a lot of sense if you can guess why they didn't like it. I don't make dumb guesses. Well, they aren't originally. They just come out that way. Uh, I guess you're going to let me use your phone, aren't you? No. All right. So once in 30 years, I guess wrong. Pick up the receiver on that other phone there. I want you to hear this conversation I'm going to have. Who are you calling? Listen and find out. Okay. But if this is another one of your... Quiet. In case you want to know how I know this fellow's number, I looked it up in the phone book outside. I don't want to know anything about you. Good. Then you won't care if I pretend to be Harry Reese for a few minutes. Harry Reese? Why do you want... Shh. Just listen. Hello? Hello, Mr. Rudders. Yes? Mr. Rudders, this is Harry Reese. Reese? I told you not to call me again. Sorry, we aren't through doing business yet. Yes, you are. Oh, no. I think the police would like to know why Bill and I wanted to get rid of that necklace and who has it now. What is this, Reese? Blackmail? Now, that's an unkind word, Mr. Rodish. You shouldn't treat us that way. After all, Bill and I lifted that necklace for you, and then we told you we slipped it to Mary Wesley, didn't we? You wouldn't have wanted the police to have seen that necklace, would you? You know I wouldn't. But I wouldn't have had to go to all the trouble I did if you and your brother hadn't been such fools and tried to return it. 
You paid us to steal a necklace worth $50,000, but the necklace we stole was a phony, and you know it. You crossed us up. We didn't want any part of it. Well, what are you going to do about it now? Go to the police and tell them you stole it? No. But I could call and tell them you hired somebody to steal it, and it was a phony, and that you stole it from Miss Wesley so the insurance company wouldn't find out it wasn't real. Look, Reese, what do you want? You get 50000 from the insurance company if they don't find out what you've done, don't you? Yes. All right. Bill and I will take a half of that 50000 that's all. I'll let you know when and how. Goodbye. Well, Faraday, what do you think? Hey, where are you going? Where do you think I'm going? Otis hid the real necklace, hired the Reese brothers to steal a phony, and he's trying to collect $50,000 insurance on it. I'm placing him under arrest. I just figured this whole thing out. <laughs> well, what are you laughing at? <laughs> My own stupidity, Faraday. I thought I figured it out. So once again, Inspector Faraday claims that he figured it all out, hmm, Blackie? Yes, Mary. But even I was wrong in one respect. You were? Uh-huh. I thought Otis had hidden the real necklace, actually. He'd broken it up and sold it a stone at a time over a period of years. Oh, I see. And his wife had been wearing a paste copy for a long time. Uh-huh. Too bad. Otis neglected to tell the Reese brothers they were going to steal a phony necklace. When they discovered it wasn't real, they thought Otis was double-crossing them. That's why they decided to turn it over to the police, through us, so they wouldn't be involved. I understand you did quite a job imitating Harry Reese's voice, Blackie. Adequate, my dear. Just uh, adequate. <laughs> you know what I was just thinking? I'm not that smart. What? I was just thinking that because Mr. Otis fooled with a phony necklace, Faraday put the bracelets on him. <laughs> 